sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning show is all about sports and the world of sports betting we talk everything from daily news to games to keep an eye on what exciting games are coming up today as well as our three-team parlay of the day and shout out to the guys that gave us the parlay winner yesterday with the hedge fans lay of the day we had the Bucks minus four and a half hit with Brandon Beasley. We also had the Heat minus two hit as well. And then the Wild Money Line, uh, that was a big one as well for the schedule. Overtime winner from Rob. So shout out to those guys. Over plus 550 were the odds on that one yesterday. So huge win for the fans lay of the day. Before we get into today's episode, we're giving our shout out of the day and that has to go out to Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley. They won the Zurich Classic in New Orleans yesterday. They only shot even par and I thought they'd need a lot more to win but it is a team event and they were still able to pull out the victory. They won by two shots, finished at minus 29. Billy Horschel and Sam Burns were second at minus 27. When we talked about this one a couple days ago, Xander was the favorite heading into the weekend and Patrick However, second favorites were Horschel and Burns, so it worked out quite well on the weekend for those two. Now, before we get into today's episode, this episode is also brought to you by Bet99. For all of our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit up to 100% of $600, so head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use this daily betting card that we put out and let's make some money so how did my bets go yesterday we're very close to pulling it off yesterday uh unfortunately that bulls and bucks game down the stretch they ended up going under the 218 and a half finished at 214 so tight finish in that one we did get carolina and the islanders over that was a big one we had the nuggets win outright we had them plus four and a half and then we also had the dodgers They absolutely slapped the Padres 10 to 2. Not even a great day for Clayton Kershaw, but it was still enough for them to pull out the victory. So overall, if you tailed the plays yesterday, six winners, just the one loser, that being that Bulls and Bucks game. So shout out once again to Brandon, Moe, and Rob with the picks that they submitted. They did very well. So let's head into our daily four news dump from yesterday the first game on the NBA playoff slate yesterday was that Nuggets game they won 126 to 121 the over hit easily it was 224 and a half we did see the Nuggets uh Nikola Jokic 37 8 and 6 my MVP this year don't get it twisted this is a regular season award but he played really well yesterday for them to extend the series but he finally got some help Monte Morris with 24 and 5 
Bones Highland, the rookie with 15, 7, and 4. Great performance by him. And an Aaron Gordon poured in 21 points as well. Golden State had a good game from their Splash Brother duo. Steph had 33 and 8. Clay had 32 and 4. Wasn't enough. Jordan Poole struggled for the first time this playoffs with just 11 and 9. And then you had Wiggins with 20 and Green with 13. So overall, not a terrible Golden State performance. They're going to head back home, likely close out the series in five. This is not one that we're too concerned about going any longer than this. So shout out to Denver for at least getting that one game and not getting swept. There's only one team now that hasn't won in the playoffs. And will they be a part of that parlay later on today? We'll have to wait and see. Second one has to be that Bucks win 119 to 95. That under that scorned us, unfortunately. The Bucks did cover the minus four and a half, though. Grace Allen had 27 in the game. Giannis had 32, 17, and 7, playing like the best player on the planet once again. Bobby Portis with 14 and 10. And then Drew Holiday with a nice day of 26, 7, and 2. So great performance by Milwaukee, once again, getting a lot of help. Despite no Chris Middleton, Grayson stepped up, Portis has stepped up in his absence. And they're looking like they want to make another run for a chip. Zach Levine had a good game, 24 and 13. Patrick Williams a 20 and 10. DeMar DeRozan, he finished with 23. It looked shaky there for a little while. And Vucevic with 11 and 10. The big news from the game had to be Alex Caruso going down. The fact that they already don't have Lonzo Ball, it just means that their backcourt's really going to struggle to defend. That's why you see guys like Grayson and Drew going off like they have been so they're in trouble. They now head back to Milwaukee, up 3-1 to one to close it out there. Then number three, we got M- the Miami Heat, won 110-86. to 86. There wasn't a lot of close games yesterday, just that first one. Uh, the Heat, Jimmy Butler showed flashes of superstardom. I'm not saying he's a superstar, as we talked about yesterday, but he definitely showed flashes. He scored 36-10-4 on the day. He also got some help from Bam and PJ with 14 each. It was overall just a team effort, and it's all about the Hawks here. I mean, Trey Young finished with just nine points, five assists. DeAndre Hunter played well with 24, but then Clint Capella with just two points, John Collins with 11. When you're two guys that you're paying a combined like $70 million give you 20 total points, you're definitely going to be in trouble. So the Heat go up 3-1. to one. They're heading back to Miami. We'll see if they can close it out. If not, then we'll be back in Atlanta for game six. And then number four, we had the Phoenix Suns were minus two and a half. Didn't matter. The Pelicans won 118 to 103. They hit the over in the game just barely, but the Suns were up two at halftime and it was all Pelicans in the second half. Jonas Valanciunas coming off that terrible game three performance. He finished with 26 and 14 on the game. DeAndre, or uh, Brandon Ingram. Wow, I was going DeAndre Ayton already. Brandon Ingram with 30 and 5, CJ with 18, Herb Jones played some good defense, and the Puerto Rican point god is what I've been hearing, Alvardo. Uh, he played well, had some steals for them, which was huge late. Then you've got on the other side, DeAndre Ayton played well once again with 23 and 9, Cam Johnson with 13, Crowder with 11, but this is all about the fact that Mikhail Bridges finished with just 8 points and Chris Paul was 4 points 11 assists that's not going to get it done in this series this is a good pelicans team i think i thought this was going to go to seven one seven booker went down we're sitting at two two let's see if the suns can close it out or maybe this pelicans team can figure it out and they can go on a run here so 
Also, quick shout out to Garrett Cole, who got back to his old ways. I'm a Red Sox fan, but you got to recognize that the Yankees ace pitched well yesterday. Just four hits and nine Ks and a 10 to two victory for them. So let's look at some game lines to monitor for today. First one we're looking at is that Dodgers and Diamondbacks game. Dodgers coming off a series with the Padres. Now they got to travel Arizona and play right away. Merrill Cole and Walker Bueller are on the mound today. So the Dodgers are currently at minus 180. If that line moves closer to minus 200 or minus 210, like I think it could given how the Dodgers played yesterday, Arizona plus two and a half would be in play. Certainly one and a half is already there. It's minus 110, but you could see it get closer to plus money at plus one and a half or plus two and a half being in play. So that's one that we're monitoring just to see where the line goes throughout the day. In the NBA, it's that Toronto and Philadelphia game. Monitor the injury report. I mean, Fred Van Vliet is a game-time decision, so whether he plays or not could be major for the betting lines. Philadelphia are minus 7.5 in this game. So if you have faith that Fred isn't going today, then bet Philly now, because once he gets ruled out, you could see that move closer to 8 or 9 points. If you think he is going to play, wait it out just to see and then bet it. If you like Toronto today, just go for it. I mean, they're three to one and MB didn't look great last game. So that's one to keep an eye on. And then the last one on the EPL slate, keep an eye on that Crystal Palace versus Leeds game. Uh, the game was back in November when Leeds won one to nothing. Leeds are 16th in the standings. Crystal Palace are 14th. Palace are essentially clear of relegation. It would take some pretty significant moves from the team below them to have them uh, run into some issues. But Leeds needs a result here. They're only four points clear. They would like to get some sort of points out of this game. I like the over two and a half in this game, especially since Leeds scores a lot of goals. They just give up a lot as well. And in a game where they really need it, I think they're going to go for it, which could result in plenty of goals. So just wanted to monitor just to see where it goes early on. Uh, and I like Leeds in that one today, personally. Then when we start talking about big games on the slate, these are the ones that you want to tune into, not even necessarily for betting purposes, just because they're going to be some fun games to watch. A uh, couple MLB ones, you got the Giants taking on the Brewers, second in the West versus second in the NL Central. Sam Long going for San Fran, but the big one is that Corbin Burns goes for the Brewers today. He's their ace. I mean, <laughs> it's not really a pitcher comparison today because you got Burns, who's got 19 innings pitched and 22 strikeouts. Then you've got Long, who's only pitched four innings and four Ks. So I like the Brewers today. The odds I would have to keep, to take a look at to see what I would think about that. Might even be looking at minus one and a half with Burns going. They tend to p- play very well with him on the mound, but we'll have to wait and see. And then over in the AL, you got second in the AL Central. That's the Cleveland Guardians with Shane Bieber going today. And then you've got the Angels going with Michael Lorenzen. That's just a fun game to watch because it's two teams that you could see in the playoffs this year, although the Guardians need to pick up the pace if they're going to make it there. Then in the NHL, we've got Philadelphia taking on Chicago. It's the only game of the night on the ice. Sandstrom going for the Flyers, who's 0-2-1 on the year. And then you got Chicago at 6-15-6. This is a big game just because I think scoring-wise you could see a lot. You've got some bad goalies in net. They're not really playing for a lot. I think you could see a little bit of a shootout here. I think the line's around over under six. If it is, I would take the over here. I see this being more so in the five to three range. And then in the NBA playoffs, two games to keep an eye on tonight. 
Brooklyn, Boston, it's only one to keep an eye on because are the Nets actually going to get swept? We saw Ben Simmons is not playing. It's weird how he's, his back suddenly just flared up again once they went down 3-0. I'm not going to accuse a guy of sitting just because his team's getting blown out, but just convenient timing is all I'm saying on that one. Uh, the Celtics have manhandled them all series. Tatum has played like the best player in this series. Do we get a Kyrie and KD game to extend it? We'll have to wait and see, but that's one to keep an eye on because you know they're going to go after Katie and Kyrie tomorrow morning if they do end up getting swept. And then the other one is Utah-Dallas. Luka heading home. They're minus three today. It's a big game because if Dallas loses this game, they've essentially lost home court. They'll have to go and win in Utah for game six. So that is one that we will be keeping an eye on as far as big games on the slate. But now we've come to the part of the show where we start talking about the bets for the day. This is the competitive lay of the day. These are my three plays that I like on the slate today. Uh, we just missed yesterday. We're going to get into the hedge fans lay of the day after this, but definitely one to keep an eye on. You know what? Actually, we're not going to give you the hedge fans lay of the day until later in the day. We want to see if we can go back to back weight on some of those line movements. So this morning, we're just going to give you the competitive lay of the day. I've already talked about a couple plays that I like. I like Leeds today. Um, I like Burns going today. They are not in the competitive lay of the day, but definitely you can go and bet those as well if you like. Head over to Bet99 when you do with promo code SHOOTERS. But with that, let's get into the plays. Brooklyn, Boston, under 222. Now it's at 220. We bought a couple points to take it to minus 130, but I cannot justifiably keep losing money on the Brooklyn Nets. But I'm also not going to get burned that this is the game that they show up so they don't get swept. I do think that the defense of Boston is going to cause issues, and Boston might already be looking on to the next round. That's what I'm banking on here, that this game is going to finish in that 109 to 106 type range. Uh, their off their lack of offense is just scary on Brooklyn. And so let's say they don't show up. Let's say they've already packed it in. I could very easily see them not crossing 100 points, which means you then need Boston to absolutely blow the doors off of them, which they haven't yet this series. So I'm not banking on them to do that. So that's why I'm going with the under here. I like buying the couple points just for a little bit of a safety net. So I would take the under in that Brooklyn and Boston game. The odds on that is minus 130 on bet 99. Then when we start talking about Dallas versus Utah, it's already moved to minus three and a half, but I like Dallas minus three and a half today. Dallas, I don't want to give a guarantee, but I think this is about as much of a guarantee as I'll give. I definitely think they're going back to win in Dallas today. You know, I don't think that Utah just fixed their issues because of one Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert lob. Just one play doesn't tell me that they're suddenly figuring things out and that they're going to be okay. There's some deep-seated issues in that team. Jordan Clarkson had 25 points last game. I don't see him doing that again today. Luka had 30 and 10, but he also was coming off an injury. I could see him having an even better game today. Keep an eye on what his point line prop will be. It's probably going to be 30 and a half or 29 and a half if I had to guess. But I think he goes 35 plus today. I think they get it done at home. Uh, and this Utah team, we're going to start to well continue to question whether or not they're going to want to stay together long term. 
It feels like this is the last run for them. If they don't at least get out of the first round, I think some major changes are coming for Utah this offseason. But that is why I like the Dallas Mavericks. Minus three and a half today. That's minus 108 on bet 99. That's what I got it at last night. And the last one that I'm going to is the Dodgers and Diamondbacks under eight and a half. You know, buying a half a run here to get it to nine to, you know, maybe give yourself a chance if, if it goes over could be worth it. It's minus 150 there if you're throwing it in a parlay. I'm still comfortable with eight and a half here. Walker Bueller to me is one of the best pitchers in baseball. At worst, I think he's given up a couple runs today. I don't love that Diamondbacks lineup. I think the same for Kelly. I think the Dodgers scored a ton of runs in that Padres series. And now they're coming in, having traveled. They might be a little bit fatigued. I like both pitches. I think the line's great. I think we're going to see a game in that 5-3 to three range, maybe 4-3 to three or 4-2 type range. That's what I'm looking at here today. It's why I like the under in this game, obviously. So take the Dodgers and Diamondbacks under 8.5 today. Uh, the odds on that parlay are plus 550. If you want to buy the half a run in that Dodgers game, it takes it down to closer to plus 480. But if you want to be a little bit safer, you can go ahead and do so. Then we've got our alt lay play if rain delay slash no play. This is basically just if the Dodgers game doesn't go today, what's an alternate line that I could throw into a parlay in order to make some money. This one is I'm going to go with the Boston Red Sox and Toronto Blue Jays over seven and a half Buy the run here because it is eight and a half. I like just buying it. If you're going to be throwing it into your parlay, um, I haven't seen an offensive explosion from Boston in a little bit. Toronto does have Barrios going. He's kind of hit and miss on the mound. So I like Boston to have some runs. And Toronto has one of the deadliest lineups in baseball, whether it's Vlad Guerrero, George Springer, uh, Bo Bichette. I mean, this is a very talented group when it comes to hitting the baseball. So I definitely like the over in that game. The odds are minus 160. So yes, the line is a little bit juiced on the alt play. Uh, we did hit on the minus 145 at the Dodgers yesterday. So that is the line that I'm keeping an eye on. And keep an eye out on social media today. As I said, the hedge fans lay of the day is coming later on. These are plays that produced a winner yesterday. If you bet those yesterday, you were looking at a plus 550. That's what we're all about here. Always bet responsibly. Head over to Bet99. They're great betting partners that we have here at the show. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.